This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iLikeYou.com. Now, let's get started. So, this was in 2000, and it's, um, I was able to get my license in 97, I think. But... Hey, well, folks, I just want to interject, though. <laughs> I'm learning so much about Kai Madsen here. He is the magic man, the guy that makes magic happen here at the Christmas cheer board. But I know you have so many volunteers. But I don't know, a pilot. Yeah. yeah. But now to really make it interesting, uh-huh. it was a pilot of an aircraft with no motor. In other words, it was a glider. <laughs> so it's one of those where when you come into land, you only have one try at it because... Yeah, there's Otherwise, no redo. You don't go around, no. No. Oh, well, so, oh my yeah. goodness. Yeah, I did that for uh, quite a number of years. Well, hey, I mean, that's energy efficient now. Well, but, it um, is. Yeah. yeah, except you can't really go too far. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing Santa sleighs and yeah. a glider. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know what? So glad to see you again, Rana. Good to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, I was out doing my work, yes. traveling. Yes. Was in Ottawa. I'm not a big fan. Why? I just don't like... I'm, no offense. I mean, I know people... Yeah. There's a lot of positive about it. For personally, I just, I feel so suffocated every time I go. Is it because it's the political hub it's, of Canada? You know what? It is. And I feel like it takes me back to moments where I just, I'm like, oh. So, but yeah, so good company, good people. It was the Assembly of First Nations. Always amazing. Had great times. Uh, the company was brilliant, but then I was so happy to come home after a week. So we're always happy to come. Home, I'm always. I mean, yes. literally, there's no place like Winnipeg. There's oh. no place like Manitoba. Well, Besides that, they have a Grinch. They do. <laughs> no, they have a Grinch in Ottawa. Didn't you hear oh. about that? No. Uh, Some guy decided that it didn't look right for this man to have a, a skating rink for his kids in his backyard. Oh yeah. And then oh, filed yeah. a complaint with the city. There's now, one in every neighborhood, isn't there? And this yeah. is three little gals. I know. In this family with like, the rink. That's so you silly. want them inside playing video games? Yeah. Like, I oh. don't understand. Oh, no, don't get Susan no, started. I don't on understand. That. I don't understand. Yeah. Lumps of coal. Yeah. <laughs> for that person. Yeah. Anyways, I'm glad, I'm glad the Grinch is in Ottawa, not Winnipeg. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, and Susie, sorry, fashion statement here. I love the glasses. They I know. My goodness, so girl. Good. They're it gorgeous. Was, thank you. It was a much needed change. I can yes. finally see. I can oh. read that sign over there. Yeah. What a revelation these glasses are. Oh, I was looking are. at the, the frame. Yes. Oh, yes, well, but I can see close. I just couldn't see far, far. Well, that you makes know? it even worse so. in the car. Well, I can see lights. I can see the stoplights and the car in front of me. But reading signs was proving challenging, yes. so I'm glad to have them now. Okay. Yeah. So well, now we have me and you both into our new glasses phase. Yeah, Maybe it's an age it thing. It I, an age I'm thing. telling you, it hit me Let's the minute not I hit 40. Let's not go no. <laughs> well, I mean, Kai's been wearing glasses since what you were three. So I mean, Almost. no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, 
So getting back to you, thank you so much for spending a little time with us. And uh, we just missed the full lineup behind us. I mean, Mm -hmm. you've got your volunteers here, but this is the time of year, right? School children are coming, lots of volunteers. How are things going for the cheer board? Well, it's going reasonably well. I mean, we're we're never really sort of comfortably saying things are good until after so. (laughs) I know, you know, yeah. And uh, we still have hampers to deliver. We yeah. still have to raise some money. And, uh, but, uh, you know, the, the new warehouse uh, was a bit of a challenge. Yes. But uh, it was really unique, and it was really a golden opportunity to sort of bring the team together. Um, I know, yes. Because yeah, uh, yeah. everybody's wonderful. in the open here. Everything. Well, yeah, not only that, but, but because this is about a third smaller than what we're accustomed to, you're a little yes. closer to everybody. Yep. And in addition to that, you also have to think a bit more. And we, we, human nature says that if you've got lots of room, you sort of become a little bit complacent. Yes, you spread out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. this way, they, they've been challenged, and you know what? They've done an awesome job. Well, oh, and I hate to say that we're taking up a little bit of space today. <laughs> I mean, Kai was telling me, girls, that on one Saturday, 6,000 hampers. No, oh, no, it up. no, no. How many? We have 1,000, but we have 6,000 that we have to get Oh, picked up. okay, yeah. But even 1,000 on one Saturday is yeah. crazy. Yeah. And that people are actually coming here, right, mm-hmm. to pick up their hampers more. Yeah, and, and it's really their choice. Yeah. Um, what we do is, what happens is that some people are in the midst of moving. They're with a friend for a couple of weeks and another friend a couple of weeks. And so they get uptight and concerned. Mm-hmm. Are we able to maintain our records? to the point where we can actually deliver it. So we give them the choice. The choice is, well, we think we can keep track of you, but if you're antsy and you're concerned, come down and pick up your own hamper and uh, away we go. Uh, you can I hear, hear the carols. Yes, yeah, so they're so beautiful. I feel like though, the kids are going to join us at some point. I'm hoping. They're having their milk and cookies after all the hard work they did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Question for you: How long has the cheer board been going on? As you will know. <laughs> this answer. 1919. Oh wow! And, uh, it was originally. It's 100th anniversary next year. Yes. yes. Oh and wow! Somebody else's anniversary next. Year. What kind of anniversary? 50. 50. Wow. 50, 50 for me. Yeah. Oh, 50 wonderful. Christmases. And uh, so this is number 49. Wow. uh, It's been, well, it's been a wonderful road because what happens is that, uh, you know, you get so involved in your community that you see all the good things. You don't, you also see the bad things, but you tend to focus more on the good things. And uh, when I came to Winnipeg in the fall of 1970, I didn't know a single person. And so I said, well, in, in my job, I need to get involved, and so here we are, 49 Christmas. I think it's safe to say everyone knows who you are now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like there should be, you know, I think that, you know, a lot of us owe you a thank you. No, you know, no. For no, the work that you do no. and your contributions yes, to the community. Yes, and, uh, you know, like no, it's not I, everybody who does this type of thing. No, so I realize well, that. But I look at it the other way. There's not not everyone has had the opportunity that I have. Um, and I consider it an opportunity. And the involvement in my community has allowed me to do things that probably many people will never even dream of being able to do. So, you know, I thank the community for letting me do this. But can you imagine? All right. Same job holding a job for 50 years. I mean, and the changes 
that he has seen. I would like, imagine. Even the hampers and what goes like the what basics have always been yeah. there, the food. Yeah. But even that has changed. Yes. And now how people donate too. Because I mean, Susie, I'm sure your kids all the time, you know. I mean, I, I remember our kids through schools helping yes. out the cheer board. Yeah. And how that, that still remains. But what has been, what has stuck out in your mind, Kai, in all of these years and and how things have changed? There's so many things. It's hard to zero in on one particular one. But I mean, the kids are. Because we really understand that it's not easy for kids to really get involved in a project of any kind other than usually and it becomes almost meaningless it, yeah. not that I'm taking anything away but no. you know quite often kids are sent out go and pick up the garbage or mm-hmm. you know in, in the schoolyard or something right. like that this is far more hands on mm-hmm. and so the kids get a much better sense of what what the world's all about really. and uh, besides that <laughs> They do a much better job of packing hampers than I do. <laughs> I know. They're diligent, are they? Oh, and they're fast. Well, and then they fast. don't complain. And we're no. watching them. They, you know, like they're singing, and they just seem so excited. It feels like you're kind of still bringing people together. For there's yeah. something about that part yeah. of it as well. And the school spirit, I'm sure, that yeah. does something for them too. Well, yeah. it, it, well, and you know, the whole school scene has somewhat changed. Now you have to have community service mm-hmm. in order to get the various. Um, you know, promotions along the way, and this is part of their their community service, yes. and uh, it, they they do a wonderful job. But it's also they get a half day off from school, yeah, and yeah, uh, you know, so yes, anything to get out of the anything. building. Yeah. yeah, but they have to come down and be supervised by someone from the school. Mm-hmm. They have to be signed Yeah, I've off. seen the school buses parked outside because I'm in this area all the time, so yeah. I've seen them and I've seen their, you know, yeah. trudging in oh, yes, and they're yeah. very excited and, yeah, and, it's nice. And then to be somewhat um, selfish in this, we need to get our message out there. Yes. Yep. And quite frankly, the message is much, much easier to get out there True. with school kids yes. as opposed to us old fogies. <laughs> so. What? No yeah, social media? You don't get well, we do, all the but time? We, and hashtag Kai and hashtag No, I'll tell you what. I only just a month or so ago graduated from a flip phone. And guess <laughs> oh what? It's God. not fun. <laughs> How are you managing that? Not well. That is... It's hey. all about the finger movement. Get one of those school kids <laughs> to show you how to use it. They're geniuses. Yeah. No, I, I have a couple of ladies that work with me. I just throw my hands in the air. Yeah. It's not that I can't, you know find the key yeah. it's my finger even though I have small fingers <laughs> I always end up getting the wrong letter <laughs> well funny. even that technology though too like well even how you can kind of communicate now instantly to volunteers you know for hamper pickup everybody has a phone I mean way back then there was nothing although um, I, so there's paper and like check off I know what did this I've had days where I reflect and long yeah. for the old days. Uh, I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Uh, I, think, I think the technology that we have nowadays, uh, and I'll philosophize here, but, <laughs> you know, um, I, I think we're almost too connected now. And unfortunately, what that does, it, it removes that personal connection that, that yeah. we have. And we can see that to some extent on our donations. Mm-hmm. One, it's almost counterintuitive when you say, well, it's easier to make donations now. And they're right, it is, because we can do it with an e-transfer or go to a website or, and do any number of ways. Mm-hmm. But in the old days, it was, they'd come in and say, hi, Kai, how are things going? Have a cup of coffee. they talk about their kids. Yeah. And, 
Yeah, is there anything we can do in the way? So there in other words, it yeah. was a relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That relationship, it's still there, mm-hmm. but the loyalty and, mm-hmm. and that connection mm-hmm. is uh, not as... Strong, you know, so getting the kids in here, seeing things happening and being a part of it is much easier than a Snapchat video, I'm sure. You bet. That's right. You I hear it. you. I hear you. You read between the lines. So, I mean, that also gets, like, even the whole way that we can do shopping now and stuff like that. But, like you were saying, like, you know, a, a couple can come in and bring their $20 bill, put it in your hand, sit down. That $20 bill is going to remind you or mean so much more. Right then, an e-transfer, or oh. but even shopping now, you have the packages delivered to your home. It is. But but, the, but there's that. another aspect to this, and that is that when, when people sit down, and I don't want them to stop sitting down and doing yeah. things online, but they're being att- well, not attacked, but they're being attracted by so many other mm-hmm. very worthwhile. Absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. but now it's like there's ten thousand, mm-hmm. you know, or more, and so now they're being sort of pulled. So, yeah, Susie, maybe you can talk about this. So I, well, it's, it's, it's common knowledge now, the art of personal advertising. So when you go onto a website or app, if you're a shopper online, they know what you like. So mm-hmm. when you go to something else, ads pop up for all those or, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, it's all personalized, right? Personalized and, re- and retargeted in many cases. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I, I know what you're saying in terms of, um, we're commoditizing everything, mm-hmm. and even the transaction. Yeah. And uh, for me, it's funny because I, I work in this space, in digital space, but I don't necessarily like it either. I still like to go to the store. I still like to go shopping. I still like to go to a checkout person and have a conversation Absolutely. like, how's your day? Yep. How, you know, yep. What's yep. you do in the store? All those things because we're losing those little personal touches. And that's, I, yeah, and I, I think that's sad. And I, I have problems with the self-checkouts. They hate me. They, they, they <laughs> beat at me. They never work oh, for me. Yeah, I don't think so. I've ever succeeded through a self-checkout. I'd just ever. rather chat with a person. I don't want to sound like I'm a paranoid about this, but I also think that there's a huge danger attached to it. The connectivity can be activated, um, you know, by someone with bad things in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so as a result, because we are human beings, so mm-hmm. we can be led to mm-hmm. some degree. And if somebody wants to lead some yeah. people, all they need is half a dozen or oh, so, absolutely. and then bingo. And you have to think that, you know, in this, in this day and age when we are so attached to um, devices and convenience and having things delivered and stuff, there are probably people who can go days without actually speaking to another person because you're not oh. using your phone anymore to contact people. You're maybe sending an email or you know using Twitter or Facebook to handle a customer service issue. That we are losing that human connectivity. So I can completely understand and 100% relate to how these types of events, you know, even though it's kind of a bit of crisis mode, when we're working together towards a common good, that's when we feel most human, we're also, perhaps, we're right? We're also far more efficient. If yes, we work together. Yes, you can't you can't automate um, compassion. No. I think no, sometimes no. There, there's a, there's a certain no, human touch that has sure. to come yeah. with that. Yeah, yeah. So. and that's the way we should keep it. No, I don't want to change important. things. Yeah, you know, because I understand there are huge values as well. I hear you. Yeah. Yes, and I think it's it's very important for our children to come in and to have that human connection yeah. and to realize what they're doing and to have empathy for others and realize what kind of contributions they can make personally, not just the behind the phone, for sure. One of the things I quite often have to give little speeches here and there, and uh, one of the things that I really stress is that we don't attach enough significance to one skill. Mm-hmm. You can be a PhD or an MBA or what have you, 
but if you don't have people skills, mm -hmm. you're you're missing a really really major component yeah. of who uh, you could be. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, you know, having the kids in, involved as a team, but still individuals, yeah. and providing the opportunity. So for you, Kai, though, I mean, you know, we talk, you know, at Winnipeg Harvest, and it'll be like, oh, well, you know, to stop hunger and there'll be no more need for harvest. You look at what the cheer board is now 100 years old. It's it's cheer, though, right? It's it's compassion. It's a little bit more than just receiving a box of goods. But it's I, about care. It, the way I look at the, uh, the whole idea... Number one, it was it was yep, starting. to talk a little louder because the guys are bugging. They're busy. They're, they're beeping. Oh, they, yeah, they're I love that it. On purpose. Yeah. You know oh, I know. Well, but, I would have fun on that. Little I path. know. I know. You have to have a license, you know. Oh. But, <laughs> yeah, you do. But one of the things that that you have to keep in mind is that we were started in 1919, and the intent at that time was to look after the widows and the orphans of the soldiers lost in the First World War. And of course, it, it became obvious that there were other people in the community as well, and, and it evolved over many, many years. And in the mid-40s, it was brought under one roof, so that it was too much for the churches to do individually. So, But one of the things that, when I give these little speeches, one of the things that I, I mention to a great extent is that the Christmas Tree Award is here to do a, a number of things. It's to look after needy families at Christmas time, but it's also a way for making sure that people who have issues and who have difficulties, whether they be economic or otherwise, mm -hmm. um, that they're made to feel like they're part of the community, mm -hmm. yeah. that they're Absolutely. not on the fringe. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. But by the same token, it's also a way for the people who make the donations or volunteer their time to feel that they're a part of the community. So we're really bringing the, the whole city yeah, together like in, cool. in sort yeah. of a... I mean, it's, it's a wonderful time of year, and I think it's an opportunity for us perhaps to have more, more, more Christmases than yeah, every year. Yeah. More cheer. And that's so important now, don't you think, girls, like, is bringing a community together? We live our lives so separately. Well, I think, you and know, like, when you talk about the 100th anniversary, so 1919 to 2000, so nothing, I don't want to say nothing's changed, but there will always be a need. For, for for people to be more connected to their community and for us to reach out and help those who are disenfranchised or marginalized in some way. And I think that, you know, yes, this is the time of year of thinking about that, but I think that it's one of those things that we need to think about more throughout the year. And um, I, like you said, yeah. Winnipeg Harvest just like put us out of business, right? Yeah. And yeah. We, we, we try, you know, every year to do that more and more. Um, but our job is really to... Put them out of business one day, right? Yes, I know. Unfortunately, I don't think that's. Uh, <laughs> no. I mean, it, it's a I wonderful know, objective. I know. Yeah. I know. But, but there's always going to be a need, why? right? Why is that in oh. this world? I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> How long do we I have for this show? Yeah. I know. Oh, okay. It was, a, it was a silly. You know, I guess. But now, I guess we're talking about year end too. So we're going to talk now about things that come to mind for 2018. Could be newsworthy. Yeah. We'll probably talk about things that were important but for you, mm -hmm. or even personally. Personally, you know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's you. you're you're going into your fiftieth year. I know that. Twenty eighteen. Well, I, what kind I mean, of, I, what, what I, year? How, what kind of a year was it for you? Well, it's it's been a great year. I, I mean, I have uh, been very very fortunate in my life. I've been able to do these things in reasonably good health, and uh, I had sort of given some thought to retiring. 
and then uh, my board of directors um, mm -hmm. sort of ganged up on me and said, uh, well, because it's 99, 49, you better hang in for another <laughs> yeah. year. And so yeah. we'll have a huge, yeah, huge celebration. And uh, so that's the, the tentative plan for Aww, 19, 2019. It's exciting. It's something to look forward to next year. Yeah. Well, and I noticed that some of the volunteers here I think they're whispering a lot in the background, and I think what they're doing is coming up with some goofy thing to do. I'm not really into that kind of stuff, but, uh, but you know, I have to sort of go along with it because they are. Yes. So. yes. I would love for them to do a picture board of Kai over 50 years, and oh. I bet you a bottom dollar he hasn't changed. He looks... No, I haven't changed. <laughs> you have no. not changed. Same hair, yes. same, same beard, hair, same... And, yes. but, he hasn't put on Good, an ounce. Yeah. No, I haven't. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but then again, in fairness, uh, yeah. my father was built exactly the same as me. Okay. And uh, lived to be a ripe Good old genes. age. Good health and uh, Good so on. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I can remember when he passed away, my mother says to me, he says, well, you and Dad wore the same clothes. You were the same conservative. And uh, my dad was very prim and proper. And... Uh, I was my grandfather's shoemaker, so in my house, shoes are the I looked right down at your shoes. I know, I know. Yes, <laughs> we're all out of shoes, yeah. yes. And so uh, I, I could still fit my dad's shoes. I could still fit my dad's yeah. clothing. So, right um, but wow. Good thoughts and kind. Yeah, and reflections are always good. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. So what about you, Tracy? 2018. Uh, 2018, well, yeah, interesting. All about empowerement. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and and you started this. I know. Which yeah. is wonderful. So I feel like it was a transitional year for you. It was. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. I feel like it was a transition. Yes. And, you know, who knows, 2019, hopefully bigger and better. Yeah. But so it's all about, yeah, testing new waters. And uh, it's a little kind of scary going off the diving board. But, you know, and, and I met you girls. Yeah. Who started this? Yeah. Been and Shana. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I think that... It's an amazing opportunity, and, and I really, from the bottom of my heart, every time we do these, I always learn more. Yes. So even you will learn more, Kai. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I learn every day. <laughs> I know, I know. That's why. But it's interesting. You're so wise. It's yeah. interesting uh, because you you've got the right thoughts and the right mindset mm -hmm. to do what you're doing. Yeah. And over the years, for some reason, rather, when people have issues in their life. And particularly the kind of issue where, you know, they're given a golden handshake or they were laid off or any... It seems as if Kai is the guy with the broad shoulders and the ear. And so I have had so many friends over the years because it happens often nowadays. And I, I always say to them, look at it as an opportunity. Because in all likelihood, you will close one door and another one will open. And I'm almost 100% certain that it's going to be a nicer opportunity. <laughs> yes. And you know what? Over the years, I've probably had 50 people do this. They've all done better. Wow. Yeah. All of them. Wow. A couple of them, unfortunately, have passed away, but, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they were also quite old. But even I think it's, it's, um, it's your own thought pro process as well. Mm -hmm. like, what are you thinking when those... Um, and at the time, they feel like such challenges and struggles. Like, you know, mm -hmm. people lose jobs, life happens, something, somebody gets sick. Um, it's all these huge things that happen that kind mm -hmm. of shift you. And they 
kind of knock you on your butt. Yep. I was going to say something else, but I'll yeah. knock yeah. you on your butt a little. But what's your process and what's your thought process when those things are happening? Because there are some people who are unable to get up. Yes. They, they're just unable to get up and it just seems like it is the, the end of the world. And then there's the people who do shrug it off, you know, and they have enough. There's something inside of you that resilience. just says, yeah, there's a level yeah. of resilience. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, it yeah. sucks. It doesn't feel but good. I, I I'll this... mourn it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll be upset about it, but I'm moving forward. And yeah. I, I think it's a skill, and I don't know if we're coming back to the youth and the kids and the next generations and all the stuff that we should also always be including in these conversations. Are we building and are we teaching that resilience in that next generation? Because I think that if we're not, yeah. um, we're not going to have a very fulfilled Yeah. Well, and how life can we community. teach resilience when, we're, when, we're, when we have a generation that takes everything personally, right? So well, that is, yeah. I think, one of the keys is that when you, <coughs> when you have a struggle or a conflict in your life, whether it's a job, person, whatever, Sometimes, yes, it's it's personal, yeah. but a lot of times it's just business or it's just the yeah. way things are going to shake out. And yeah. you have to not take it personally, internalize that thing and make it, um, you know, it was your fault. It was something about you. It was a negative thing, whatever, as opposed to saying, what can I learn from this that can make me a better person mm-hmm. and move and forward, move right? Yes. So. Yeah. Like when you're when you're focused on likes and you know streaks and shares and things like that, How do you, I don't know if you're gonna get that no. kind of lesson, right? Yeah. So I think and you need to boil things down. But it's okay if something's personal, though. Like yes. to be honest with you, yes. Like yeah. there are some things that are personal. There are. You I may know. just not be a fit. You may That's not be right. good at what you do. You That's may right. just. But, but you have to recognize that you just because you're not a perfect fit for this issue. That's or right. Th- That's great. You found out early. Now you move on and you keep searching for the next thing. But just going back to what you just kind of said too, what's fearful about this whole scenario about not having resilience, it's all about the likes. We don't live in a world where anyone has one job. And speaking to you, you've been in the position for 50 years. Like our generation, I don't believe. That's unheard of. You know, I'm 41 and I've already flipped jobs three times. Like I've gone back to law, but now I'm doing something else. Like it's constant, you're constantly morphing into, you know, and you may have a foundation, you know. So for me, my foundation is always legal, you know, Mm -hmm. but I always kind of branch off to different things. Then I come back to that. But I mean, I don't know if the next generation has the ability for that flow. Like can you... Well, I think I don't like the word job. I've never yeah. liked the word job. Yeah. And that's maybe why I'm not a good employee. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not a good employee. What it boils down yeah. to is your skills. Your yeah. skills are transferable. And I always yeah. tell people, you are self-employed. Every single always. day, you are self-employed. Yeah. And you choose to come here. You have a passion for what it is that you do. And if you weren't doing this here, you'd be doing something similar Similar's somewhere else, yeah. right? Yeah. Because yeah. it resonates with you. It makes you feel like you're doing what you're meant to do. It brings out the best in you. And that's yeah. what I think any job or anything you get paid for should do so your your job will change no doubt and you should not be in the same job for the next 50 years my goodness unless you know these kinds of things are kind of you know are not going to happen for the generation that we're looking at right now but your skills will be the same his skills have started in one place and blossomed in this role and that's what you have to think about how can you make yourself blossom well you know what if we could say that you can have a job for 50 years well i mean this isn't a job 
no. I worked for 30 years <laughs> at a real job. Yes, yes. And, uh, yeah. But just to come back to what you're saying about the skills, I, I can remember having a chat with my kids one time, and like I was a sales manager before I became this engrossed with the children. And they said, well, what is that? And then, you know, I sort of semi-explained it somewhat flippantly, but nevertheless. Mm -hmm. But I, I made this one comment, and that stuck with my daughter. I said, every one of us is a salesman. Yeah. Throughout yeah. life, yeah. you are a salesman. Whether it be selling your kids on going to school, doing well, whether it's selling your wife on not buying that really expensive fur coat, we are all selling in some way. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, without salespeople, you can't operate. No. No. I feel like there's a book I read about this. Uh, it's called... To Sell as Human? To Sell as Human. Yeah. Yes, by Daniel Pink. Yes. 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 And it's yes. a great book, and I it think is. it does yeah. speak to this entire conversation. Mm -hmm. And I agree with you, 100%. I think that um, you're, you're constantly... And uh, to be honest with you, I'm not sure if it's a good or bad thing. It's just a fact of life that we're all so selling. But I feel like this social media component of it is maybe taking it too far because now you're selling yourself yes. to get the likes. You've become selling, a commodity. Oh, I know, I saw yeah. that. Right? So yeah. it, it is, again, it's always a balance. And I think that... I think yeah. that what, the, what you really need more of is the personal connection. And I'm not talking this, but share. And I don't mean the technology yeah. show. I know exactly yeah. what you yeah. mean, yes. So in other words, we go through life, and I, I have always maintained that if you're really, really lucky, you will have five, at most, five really, really close friends. Mm -hmm. Most of us don't. We have, might have two or three. Mm -hmm. Five is really a huge number. Extraordinary, yes. yes. But if you're lucky enough to have five, share. Mm -hmm. And share your personal feelings and your personal concerns with those friends because you've got a huge resource there and make use of them and look after them. Mm -hmm. I yes. mean, you should look after your friends more so than anyone else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's true. I know you're more apt to share with a friend than a family member, too. Oh, really? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. Yes. Because yeah. family members, yes, well, well they have family. A best, they have a really vested interest. Yes, but, you know, yes. So. I feel like for family, it's more stressful sometimes, too. I yes. take everything about my family personally. Like, it's to heart. And it weighs on that me. Like, my me. sister can have a bad day and she's on her own and I'll just do... I just can't... Like, I don't have the capacity to deal with their sadness or their pain. So, for me, like, everything with my family is always just like, well, who's hurting, who's sad, who's happy, who's sick, who needs this? So, my friends are kind you of... You carry the whole that. load. Well, yeah. because you love them, right? They're well, everything, yeah, but right? you're only one person. Well, I know, but I, uh, you know, it's just, but that's the way my, our, our family structure, yeah. it just is. But, uh, but no, you know, it's, it's true, and... It's a good conversation for this time of year, you know, end of the year. Yes. I think that uh, one thing I'm trying to do this year is um, kind of reflect back on relationships. You know, I feel like I've, I've built a lot of really good relationships. Um, I've lost some relationships, just do differences, yes. and I've, you have to make a decision about, you know, is, that a good is one? there, yeah. would I choose this person to be in my life today had I not just randomly met them through this process? Yes. Um, but I think it's always good it's always good to have those processes and you know end of years are always so important 
I find them just critically important because sounds like uh, for you checks and balances. Checks and balances, and what did yeah. I do, and what did I want to do, and what did I achieve, and what did I accomplish, oh, and good. who did I take care of, and who did I let down, and you know, like you want to have the. That's always tough. What about you, but Susie? But it's good though. 2018. Hmm. I'm looking forward to next year already. Now. <laughs> I said that so, so much in the last couple weeks. Yeah, I'm just ready for the next year already. Right. And not that I, you know, have anything bad that I'm trying to, you know, get rid of or anything like that. But um, yeah, I'm just ready to meet 2019 full force. And yeah, yeah. and um, you know, I when I was a kid, the number 2020 seemed so far away. Oh, like, man. remember 2020, a space odyssey? It's just <laughs> yeah. like that oh, seems like forever. And now yeah. it's like right around the corner. So I mean, How about 1984. Oh, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. I remember you know, 1984. Like, we had a song for 1984. My goodness. Time yeah. is flying. And I feel that way, you know, yes. when I look at my kids, I think oh, time no. is flying. Yes. And I'm trying to soak up as much as I can of their of their childhood and being with them and enjoying them and watching them grow. Um, but I don't want to rush that part, right? So... I know. That's yeah. a scary thing. There's some, you know, things that you, okay, let's just move on. But there's some things that you would just like yeah. to. It would be on. nice to let them stay as they are. Maybe yeah. for a little while. And Christmas is always yeah. nice for me. Like I'm, because I always think back to when I had my first baby, uh, Jack, and it was my favorite Christmas ever. Because everything is special when you have oh, that yes. first baby, right? And yeah. Uh, he was my little elf, and we just did everything together, and we hung out, and we, you know, it, it was such a special time, and I always think of that, and, you know, each subsequent child is special, but that first one is just like, wow, get to first see born. everything through their eyes now, and it's so new so and how fresh many and sweet. Yeah. I have three. Yes. Oh, so you have a middle child. I do. And have, you read the, have you read the studies? I love middles. He's delightful. Yeah. Middles are so wonderful in their own special way, but yes. Well, they've no, got this study now from Red, Redland uh, in University in okay. the United States, which studied, um, I don't know, 317,000 oh, wow. okay. kids or something like this. But the focus was... Are you a middle? No. Okay. Oh. Are you? But no, the focus was, what impact does it, being a middle child, yes. have in terms of your success in life and, okay. and so on? And it was really, Tell me it was good. <laughs> in some ways, yes. In other ways, okay. not necessarily. No, they, um, oh. they tend to be quite different, yes. apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably more because they had to, as a middle child, they, they had to negotiate. Yes, I can see yeah, that. They totally. negotiate. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And yes. so, you know, they've got one younger, one yes. older. Yes. And uh, so yeah. it's sort of like they're better at compromising. Okay. <laughs> I would know. I'm going to have to figure that out. Yeah. And then I, read, I saw a headline yesterday. I didn't read the article, but I'm going to have to try and find it. That said smaller families are eliminating the middle child. Yeah. Because yes. people are only that was having one or two. Yeah. Oh, was it? Maybe that's what it yeah. was then. I'll have yeah. to go back and read it. Because yeah. if you don't have more than two, then there's no middle there's no child. Yeah. So, that's right. Middle child. Yeah. And I think we're less than two already. Oh, yeah, probably. 1.7 or yeah. something. Yeah. Wow. Well, well, sir... Well, the, thank you so the much for having me. The crew is coming in, and it was it was delightful. Mm-hmm. It absolutely. was nice. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the chat. Big yeah. shout out to your crew here. They're yeah, amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And it all takes the almost four thousand. I believe it. Amazing. I believe yes. it. We, oh, wow. we have volunteers working hard behind us. Yes. Takes a thousand volunteer kids to pack. And if people want to volunteer with you, how do yeah. they do that? Or they can just roll in now because okay. the, the main focus now is make sure we get the hampers to the right. on time. Right. And so, so they can just show up here and say, what can I do? So bring their driver's license and ID so that we know who they Perfect. are and that things are kosher. Yeah. And uh, then we, we make sure we load them That's up. That's great. And 
the key, of course, is, is you don't have to say, oh, gosh, I've got to find a whole day. You can come down and do it for a couple of hours yes. because mm -hmm. our, our delivery sheets are set up in such a way that you can deliver four hampers, mm -hmm. and then if you want to do more, you come back and get more. Or, yes. if you've got enough time, take eight yes. or 12. Oh, my okay. goodness. Perfect. Do you still know like the magic that. phone number? 989-5680. 989-5680. Mm -hmm. Yeah, All so right. if anyone could come help out, yep. just yes. drop on and in. And, of course, don't forget, call. the bottom line is important. Yes. Send your check. Yes. And, Send uh, money. Yes. yes. Oh, I hate to be... Arcing on this uh, all no, the time, it's, but it's the realities of life. It's yeah. a harsh truth, yeah. Yes. And you can stretch that dollar too, which I think you need to know. So much. Yeah. yeah, that's great. All right, sir. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to all of you. Enjoy your families. Yes, yeah. you too. It was wonderful. Right. Thanks for joining us. And all the best. Happy thank holidays. You. Yeah, happy holidays, everyone. And happy we'll holidays, be back everybody. in the new year. Happy Merry Christmas. See you in 2019. Yay! All right. Or in my native tongue, clearly you. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of ilikeyou.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Crier Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.